0: This podcast is sponsored by Ballin Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American Pool table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food, and bottomless brunches.
1: Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Nicola Everett.
2: Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Tuesday, December the 7th. Coming up, we're going to be hearing from a Kent woman who's stuck in South Africa, where the Omicron COVID variant is thought to have originated. We'll also be chatting to our business editor about why so many families from Hogsworth kong are buying properties here in kent but first one of our most read stories today is that a christmas sleigh ride through sittingbourne could be cancelled after someone tried to punch santa organizers say they were followed by a group of drunk people before one of them jumped onto the sleigh and ripped a permit badge from a volunteer's chest well ollie has been following this for us ollie tell us a bit more about what happened
3: Well, the sleigh was halfway around its course last night when this all happened and it led to the rest of the evening having to be cancelled, obviously disappointing a lot of children. Daniel Hines chairs the Sittingbourne Christmas Lights Committee and has described the group who targeted them as very unpleasant drunks. She said they'd been stalking the sleigh all night before one of them jumped onto it and, as you say, threatened Santa. It happened at the East Street traffic lights and she'd appealed for anyone with video footage to get in touch. They're also going to review whether to carry on with the routes in the town over the next couple of weeks. Now, of course, seeing Santa in the run-up to Christmas is really magical for hundreds of children, and unsurprisingly, people are really angry about what's happened. One woman posted on socials, So disgusting that stupid jobs can destroy Christmas in this way for kids. Good people are trying to bring some Christmas magic to the streets, and idiots do that. Fingers crossed Santa can carry on making his way round Sittingbourne. Another wrote, such a shame that people in our town ruin the fun for everyone else. Not only will there be disappointed families, but the funds will be less for next year's lights. I'm so sorry this happened and hope you're all OK. The sleigh ride began at 6.30 last night. And if you know the town was due to take a place in Peregrine Drive, Stanhope Avenue, Cowper Road, Bell Road, South Avenue and Merston Road. If you do have any footage of the incident, you can email it to sittingbornchristmaslights at gmail.com.
2: Ollie, thank you ever so much. Elsewhere, a man's been charged following a stabbing in Sheerness, which has left the victim in hospital with serious injuries. He was flown to London for treatment after being attacked in Delamark Road last Thursday. The podcast has been told the man's injuries are not thought to be life-threatening and a 56-year-old man's due back in court at a later date after being charged with grievous bodily harm with intent. It's thought the death of a Kent woman who was hit by a bus in London may have been caused when the driver hit the accelerator instead of the brake. 32-year-old Melissa Burr from Raynham got trapped between two electric buses outside Victoria Station in August. Three other people were injured and an investigation is continuing. The family of a man who died in a crash on the Medway City estate have lost their attempt to appeal against his killer's sentence. Dad of two, Lloyd Donovan from Gillingham was riding a motorbike which collided with an Audi in October 2019. The driver was convicted of causing death by dangerous driving but walked free from court with a suspect sentence. A video has emerged of a car being driven into a cyclist following an argument in Tunbridge Wells. That's part of the clip which you can see in full at Kentonline.co.uk, and it happened in a B and Q car park on Sunday. Police say they're investigating reports of an assault, but the victim wasn't injured. The Kent mum of two murdered sisters says she's pleased but not celebrating after two former officers were jailed for taking photos of their bodies. PC's Dennis Jaffa and Jamie Lewis shared images of Bieber Henry and Nicole Smallman on WhatsApp while guarding the scene of the crime in Wembley last year. They've both been locked up for nearly three years. The victim's mum, Mina Smallman, who's from Ramsgate, says the family has been to hell and back again.
4: We thought that they would... um be given a suspended sentence. Um, you know, and I had it all prepared. I was going to say, well all of us have been in lockdown for the last 18 months, two years. What's different? But I think the judge really got it. Um, and I think also the groundswell of um the public feeling uh, about this this story and, and breach of um conduct. Uh, so I'm pleased. It's not, not a day for celebration, um, it never is, um, but this will be the first time that we haven't had to stay on the starting blocks to come to the Old Bailey. I hope I never have to come back here again for any other reason, <laughs> nothing at all. So um, the fam- myself, my husband, my family, we've been to Helen back again. It does matter the language that they used. It's an example of misogyny um in its worst possible form Um, so it does matter these police force um as i said felt so secure in the way they they behave that they could do that as their 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 subject awful they are more sorry that they got caught than they are about what they did you know they've got caught with their hands in the cookie jar and now they're sorry. I feel sorry for their family. Um, I, I've, you know, I know it's not going to be easy for them, but it hasn't been easy for us. And this additional um, pain and suffering we've gone through could have been avoided. Um, and it is heinous. And I, I'm really pleased. I think, I'm hoping this sends a signal to the Met and all other police forces And give strength to those who are being abused and hearing language that they detest but are afraid to speak up. That now is the time. Speak up. People will listen.
2: Kent Online News. Families of the victims of David Fuller, who committed crimes in Kent hospitals, say they've been left completely in the dark about an independent inquiry. The 67-year-old from East Sussex carried out abuse in mortuaries while working as an electrician. He's also waiting to be sentenced for murdering two women in Tunbridge Wells in 1987. Well, legal firms representing the victims' relatives have written to the government asking for more clarity about what the investigation will involve. A spokesperson for the Department of Health says the inquiry will look into what happened and seek the views of the families. A Kent woman who's only just been reunited with her daughter after not being able to see each other for two years is now stuck in South Africa. Because of the discovery of the Omicron COVID variant, Wendy Pfeiffer will have to quarantine when she gets back to the UK. But all of the government-approved hotels are full and she can't book a flight home without securing somewhere to stay. She's been speaking to our reporter, Juliana.
0: Part of me is accepting, right, I'm here now, i um, I'm with my daughter, which is wonderful. I'm going to be here for Christmas with her. But then there's that nagging feeling the whole time. Um, And I manage a befriending service for older people who are experiencing loneliness and isolation. So I know what that does to people on a daily basis. And to go into a a room and four walls where you're allowed out for maybe 15 minutes a day to walk around a car park um i'm scared if i'm honest i'm scared about how that's going to affect me i'm always quite low and down when i leave rachel anyway because obviously i'm leaving her here and i'm going back home i know i'm not going to be seeing her probably for a few months on this instance i don't know when i'm going to be seeing her again so it's going to be a, a double whammy because i'm leaving her on the 28th of december I've got no idea when I'm going to see her again. And the thought of it being another 21 months, 22 months. um, If I was going home and able to be in my own home, that would make a big difference to me, huge difference, rather than have to go through that traumatic experience of living basically in a cell and being treated like somebody with the plague. I've had COVID, I've had three vaccinations, the double vaccinations and the booster.
2: I do everything right. And from today, anyone arriving in the UK from abroad will have to take a COVID test before travelling here as COVID border measures are reintroduced. The government's brought back pre-departure tests to help curb the spread of the Omicron variant. They must be taken a maximum of 48 hours beforehand. Meantime, new figures today show more than half a million people in Kent and Medway have had their COVID booster jab. Infection rates are continuing to rise in the county, but hospitalisations and deaths remain relatively low. The rollout of third vaccine doses is being expanded following concerns about Omicron. And this is an update on a story we brought to you in last week's podcast. A Kent School has now backtracked on a decision to give pupils detention for wearing face masks in class. Abbey School in Faversham initially described it as a barrier to learning, but they've now said they'll allow children to wear them during lessons following concerns about the spread of that new variant. A man who steered a small boat with 25 people on board across the channel has been jailed. Six children were among those rescued by Border Force officers and brought to Dover back in March. A 36-year-old has been found guilty of assisting unlawful immigration into the UK and sentenced to two and a half years in prison. Former X Factor contestant Lucy Spraggan says she almost cancelled her tour after a fight broke out at one of her Kent gigs. The singer posted on Insta saying she was left shaken and in tears after a woman tried to attack her during her set at the booking hall in Dover on Saturday. Two men were arrested on suspicion of a fray before being released under investigation. Now, we're being urged to take extra care today and this evening A Storm Barra brings wet and windy conditions to Kent. A yellow weather warning is in force until midnight and forecasters are predicting gusts of up to 80 miles per hour on the coast. It's the second storm to hit the UK in less than two weeks with some areas still recovering from Storm Arwen. Annie Shuttleworth is a meteorologist at the Met Office. But
0: inland gusts more likely uh, are more likely to be about 50 miles per hour which is still quite strong for inland areas so that will cause some disruption to travel on on the roads uh, trains and and perhaps air travel as well in those areas as well as ferries too.
2: Do follow our travel blog for details of any travel disruption and do keep listening to regular updates on our sister radio station at KMFM. The Kent Online Podcast with Ball in Maidstone. A new report out today shows that the number of schools rated good or outstanding in Kent is higher than the national average. 93% of primaries in the county and 89% in Medway are in those top two categories. That also applies to 87% of secondaries and 94% of the same type of school in the Medway towns. Ofsted have highlighted the impact the pandemic has had on children and say inspectors are helping to keep education on track. There are calls to give refugees the support they need to excel in tech jobs. New research has found 40% of us feel the government could do more to support asylum seekers when they arrive in the UK. Well, Mike Butcher is the co founder of Tech Fugees and says many people actively want to learn new skills.
0: Refugees aren't coming to the UK for what so called benefits or to uh, because they think they're going to have some sort of cushy life. They're coming to the uk because they see it as an opportunity to join an economy where they can join the workforce force start a business uh, contribute to society.
2: Staff at a charity shop in Canterbury are urging people not to fly-tip rubbish and donations outside their door. Dirty clothes, bags, and household waste have been left by the entrance of Oxfam on Best Lane. Volunteers have had to spend hours clearing up the mess. You can see some pictures on the website. A Maidstone family say they're devastated after their two dogs were stolen just weeks before Christmas. The Dashens were taken from a home in East Farley in the early hours of Sunday. Just a few days after another attempted break-in. At Kent Online today you can see CCTV footage of two men climbing a wall into the garden in Gallants Lane.
1: Kent Online reports.
2: Now, you might have thought it was expensive to buy a house in Kent, but it's even more pricey in Hong Kong, where a property, would you believe, will set you back an average of £940,000. The area has become the most expensive property market in the world, so it might not be a surprise that some people are heading here to the county to get on the property ladder. The average cost of a home, according to Land Registry, was a mere 365600 after all. Well, one new build development in Tunbridge Wells has been getting some attention as 22 buyers from Hong Kong have snapped up properties there. Our business editor, Chris Britcher joins me now. Chris, based on those figures, then, you can probably see why, can't you?
1: Hi, Nick. Yeah, absolutely can. I mean, the prices in Hong Kong make the UK seem very modest in comparison and what's particularly interesting here is that it's not just a wave of deep-pocketed investors. This is families wanting to make the move 6,000 miles across the world to come here. In fact, so high are the property prices in Hong Kong, those who are moving here generally able to buy a large house in a nice area and from the proceeds of the sale of their property at home also afford to support themselves and their families for around a year while they look to establish themselves and get jobs.
2: And you've been speaking to an expert about this. What have they had to say?
1: Well, basically, there are agencies who specialise in working with buyers in Hong Kong who have identified some key criteria they are after if planning a move to the UK. These include nice areas where crime rates are generally low, good schools because they prize education particularly highly and of course easy access to London. Given their relatively cash rich buyers the key areas for them have been the rather plush areas in the home counties and in Kent it's Tunbridge Wells which has proved particularly alluring to them. Is there
2: any other reason behind this other than just those property prices because it is a long way from Hong Kong?
1: I mean if you followed events over the last few years this rise in interest from Hong Kong buyers is being fuelled by the political situation there. Without going into too much of a big history lesson, Hong Kong used to be a British colony up until 1997 when it was handed to the Chinese, however it retained much of its own autonomy. Now, more recently, China's looked to play a bigger part and that's not gone down well with many of those who are living over there. And as a consequence, we've even seen unrest on the streets. Um, In response, the UK government offered a visa scheme to those British citizens who are living there and their families who wanted to come over here. The result is their entry into the UK is clear and of course they can live in lovely Kent by cashing in the value of their relatively far more expensive Hong Kong property.
2: What do you think the future has in store then? Will more people be moving here?
1: I mean, From the experts I spoke to they believe it will last another 18 months to a year. After all, there aren't many places in the world where property prices make the UK's look quite so appealing.
2: Chris, thank you very much. You can also read Chris's special report on the website. Kent has been named one of the world's best travel destinations for 2022. The county appeared alongside Rome in Italy, Cairo in Egypt and Victoria in Australia in a list by National Geographic. It's highlighted the nature on offer, including plans to reintroduce bison in Bleam Woods. And a local band are releasing their own Christmas single, to raise money for Medway Food Bank Have a very
4: merry Medway Christmas Sergeant we don't know you've missed us Have a very merry Medway Christmas and a happy year I'm heading up to sober for a picture with
2: Zach Schultz gang decided to create their own festive track featuring iconic places in the towns. It'll be available to stream on Friday, but you can also watch the video on the website.
1: Kent Online Sports.
2: Football and after a bit of a break, Gillingham are back in league action tonight. They travel to take on top of the table, Rotherham United. The Jills are currently down in the League One relegation zone. Boss Steve Evans has been speaking to Phil from our colleagues at KMTV.
3: Steve, obviously, it's been a very difficult period uh, for yourself and the team recently. I just wonder, it's the, the most basic, simple question, but, but how do you go about turning it around? Well,
5: you know, and I know a lot of that is because if you're without eight, maybe nine of your best players, then you, you're going to struggle. We've had 10 players that are injured on a rolling basis over the last month, so it's particularly tough when you see the quality of players missing. You know, when you're missing, like, and so McDonald, you're missing Ali, and McKenzie, an Oliver, a Dempsey. You know, we're now missing Adsend but we're missing Phillips. They're huge players, They're huge players. And we were missing them so many of them collectively, so that was always going to be tough. But we've we've tried to keep the group focused and positive, and looking forward to the next opportunity to win points, and it, it comes at the leaders tomorrow
3: night. I'm just wondering, your entire kind of managerial career, it does seem as you say to have so many injuries within the team. Is this the, the hardest period you've ever faced as a manager in terms of injuries, or, or can you ever remember how kind of having something like this similarly?
5: No, not nothing like it. I like think your chairman went on record recently and said. Unprecedented in these 25 years as chairman. I'm 19, 20 years as a manager. I've, listen, we've all seen big players. I've seen players sign for good transfer fees and not even make the first game because of getting injured in training. These things happen in on one-off occasions. Not 10, not 10 of your first team squad uh, sitting on the sidelines, not available for selection. Out of those 10, arguably, if we if we play the playoff final tomorrow, seven of those would most likely start for me and for every Gilligan fan. So. It's very tough to win games without one or two really good players. And I hear some teams at the top recently morning, a bit of Star Strike have been missing, or last week, Danny Mourning, a bit centre-half been missing. We've been missing 10. So out of that 10, 7 or 8 are the best. So that's what's made it tough. But certainly unprecedented in my time as a manager.
3: Does it feel as well as though those players who do get picked then have to almost put in a bit more of a shift to kind of make up and, and you're kind of expecting more of them?
5: Yeah, listen, I think they've been terrific. I think... I think with a week or two where the performances were not so good. Um, I think that's when we first introduced the, the academy and the youth players. I think they've gradually got slightly and slowly uh, improving because they're getting more used to the level. And it, it's no surprise that last week we get nearer a, a stronger 11, if you like. We really compete well. we lost in the end, last minute goal, on goal, but we, we competed all the way through. Possibly, in my opinion, and many people's opinion, should have won the game. But it'll be, listen, the the table today won't be reflected in eight weeks' time when when we've got our uh, top players back. We'll be winning games and we'll be... I'll bet you that mid
2: good kick-off tonight is at 7.45 you'll be able to follow the match action at Kent Online and in cricket Kent's Zach Crawley has been left out of the England squad for their first Ashes test in Australia he's been out there training with the team but won't play in the opening match of the series in Brisbane it's due to get underway at midnight our time well that's all from us for today thanks ever so much for listening don't forget you can follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram plus you can also get access to the new ad-free Kent Online at premium site to do it need to subscribe just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe
1: news you can trust this is the kent online podcast
0: this podcast is sponsored by ball in maidstone your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with american pool table
5: tennis beer pong live sports delicious food and bottomless brunches